Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Uh, Today we're going to talk about a number of projects, actually, and all kind of under the umbrella of Bridges of Hope. Now, our guests today include Janelle Vesley. Janelle is a program specialist with Bridges of Hope, and Amy Wyant. Amy is a project coordinator for the Self-Healing Communities Project, which, again, comes under that umbrella of Bridges of Hope. Ladies, first of all, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you very much for having us. Happy to be here. Give us a little background, first of all, on this Self-Healing Communities Project, if you will. Sure. The conversation really started back in 2015 when Crowing County Community Services noticed an up, uptick in out-of-home placements. And they took a look at that, and they looked at the data of the arrest records of the parents of those children. There was a direct connection that the parents were arrested for either drug or alcohol. Offenses. Offenses, yeah. yes. Yeah. And... They looked at the increase in the amount of uh, methamphetamine use Mm. and the increase in arrests related to methamphetamine. Mm -hmm. They looked at the number of kids on probation or in the criminal justice system and brought together a group of community stakeholders to discuss this problem, uh, dare I use the word crisis, a local crisis here in Crowing County. Mm Mm-hmm. And through several meetings, it was determined that there needed to be a new approach. We needed to try something that would approach the problem in a more comprehensive way. And research was done, and the self-healing communities model was chosen by the stakeholder group. And this has been authored by the Robert Wood Johnson's Foundation and has mm-hmm. shown incredible evidence-based results in decreasing many of the data points that we are struggling with here in Crowing County. And that led then to having conversations with community funders Mm -hmm. and then the eventual full funding of this project, which launched last year. And we launched actually in the Garfield and Lowell neighborhoods. That's where we are are starting. In Brainerd, right? In Brainerd. Mm -hmm. And we are identifying different ways of approaching problems and building solutions, coming alongside families, using existing resources, identifying where there are silos, connecting the dots, and bringing people together in new and innovative ways to create solutions. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very exciting work. And in the short time that we have been working, we've already seen some incredible progress and partnerships and collaborations that did not exist before. Wonderful. At low cost Mm -hmm. that are sustainable. It has to be sustainable or it's not going to work. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We're working really with two generations here where our target population is helping kids and helping all residents that experience adverse childhood experiences and then the byproducts or the side effects or the results of experiencing trauma Mm -hmm. from birth to age 18 and using Mm -hmm. all evidence-based practices and um, incorporating the model from the self-healing communities model. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have many partners in this then, too, I would imagine. The school, the county, uh, I'm probably missing others, YMCA maybe. Um, 
Well, I can. Uh, I'm so happy and proud to share with you who has, uh, who is supporting us, not mm. only financially but philosophically in this work. Okay. And those sponsors and supporters are the Brainerd Lakes Area Community Foundation, the City of Brainerd, Crowing Energized, Crowing County Community Services, Crowing Power Community Trust, Initiative Foundation, Lakes Area Medical Development Fund, Sourcewell. St. Joseph's Essentia Health Foundation, United Way of Crowing and Cass Counties, and our own Bridges of Hope organization. That's awesome. Wow. Everyone working together. Everyone working together, knowing that we need to approach childhood trauma in a different way. This conversation's going on all around the nation. It's yeah. nothing new. Right. And I'm so pleased that Crowing County is approaching our problems, looking at our data points, and Doing the hard work and having the hard conversations, not sugarcoating what's going on, but trying to come up with real solutions that are realistic. Yeah. Now, before we went on the air, you said you had some interesting statistics about numbers here in the area. Do you want to share some of those with us? I'd be happy to do that. So last night in Crow Wing County. Last night alone. Last night alone, uh, we have 174 kids in out-of-home placement. Wow. So they are in foster care. Are some of those, I'm assuming, with the same family? Well, I can tell you exactly. Uh, we are working with, uh, I'm so glad that you said that, because part of this project is coming alongside and supporting our foster and respite care providers, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. well as our adoptive families in Crow Wing County. And uh, Janelle and I, we just had a meeting yesterday with some key partners about this learning and support community that we are building with the foster care providers and mm-hmm. parents and adoptive parents. And we know that in Crow Wing County alone, we have 73 foster care providers that are licensed through Crow Wing wow. County Community Services. So we work with Jen Froderman very closely. We have 10 foster care providers licensed by Pine Haven. So Pine Haven has come to the table. Lutheran Social Services is at the table helping us build this learning and support community. And Kindred Family Focus as well. Uh, We have 23 respite care that Mm -hmm. you uh, coordinate, Janelle? Yes. And um, for third quarter of 2018... We had, on average, 221 kids in out-of-home placement. Wow. Fourth quarter of 2018, 199 kids in out-of-home placement. Man. Mm. Uh, here's a statistic. We work with Rachel Grimes a lot at Crowing County Community Services, a real real partner with, with us. There are 132 child protection intake reports. That's the monthly average for Crowing monthly County. Monthly average. Monthly average. Wow. Monthly average. We have uh, yes, uh huh. Mm-hmm. see the data. The data tells the story. The data drives the work that we're doing to help and come alongside families and kids. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so hopeful about this. Yeah, is that we are finding some amazing and innovative ways to reach people with education. Mm-hmm. Because once you have the education about adverse childhood experiences, yeah. and you learn about resiliency. And instead of the question being asked, what's wrong with her, what's wrong with him, what's wrong with me, Mm -hmm. that knowledge of adverse childhood experiences, the knowledge from the study, Mm -hmm. changes the question to what happened to her, what happened to him, what happened to me. 
Right. Right? Interesting. It's very interesting. In and fact, uh, as you mentioned, adverse childhood experiences, I know there's a test that people take, and I think it's called ACE, Adverse Childhood Experiences. And your ACE score, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. you... And is this part of uh, the work that you're doing as well? This is the heart of what we are doing. <laughs> we have uh, the Adverse Childhood Experiences Calculator. And this is a great segue into our upcoming event that we're having on February 9th. The um, Adverse Childhood Experiences Calculator takes you through 10 questions. And it's deeply personal. Mm-hmm. And you explore issues and experiences that you had from birth to age 18. Mm -hmm. And the Adverse Childhood Experience Study, it looks at 10 types of childhood trauma, the physical and emotional neglect, the physical, emotional, and sexual abuse, and household dysfunction, having an addicted or a mentally ill parent, a divorce or an incarcerated parent, or having a battered mother. Mm-hmm. And what the study found was that the more ACEs one experiences between birth and age 18, the higher the rates of all kinds of problems, including heart disease and lung disease, depression, addiction, employment issues, and et cetera. Wow. And so at our presentation that we are having on Saturday, February 9th at Bethlehem Lutheran Church, we're going to provide the educational op- opportunity for all residents ages 18 and over that ACEs are more common than we might think Mm -hmm. and how they potentially damage the developing brains of our children Mm. and how this does and can lead to all kinds of social, physical, and mental problems. And then we will talk about hope Mm -hmm. and we will hear some personal stories of hope, people who have had high ACE scores because trauma doesn't have to define us. Our ACE score doesn't define us. It's what happened to us. And right, and like your thing says, childhood trauma, you don't just get over it. You don't right? just get over it. Right. And it expresses itself in so many different ways of alcoholism and alcohol abuse, mm-hmm. the lung disease, coronary heart disease, uh, drug abuse, domestic violence, liver disease, obesity, smoking, unintended pregnancy, and so at this, what we learned, what we learned about these events in talking with parents, attending the Garfield PTO and the Lowell PTA, and also visiting with just parents that have attended some of our community events already. Sure. What are the greatest barriers for our young families to receive the educational opportunities? Mm-hmm. Child care yeah. and providing a healthy meal, a nice meal. So we have found solutions for that, and we brought Shane from the YMCA to the table, and we bought, brought some church leaders to the table, and uh, we are able to provide this education to our young families and residents as a whole mm-hmm. and break down those barriers of child care so that people can attend and learn and what do people who want to attend need to do? Do they need to pre-register or just show up? What is the protocol for that? We are asking that people pre-register by going to our website, bridgesofhopemn.org, and there's a Self-Healing Communities Project tab. Okay. And they will see upcoming events, and they can register online. Okay. The event is free and open to the public, 
and it will be we'll be serving breakfast from nine thirty to ten a.m. Mm-hmm. And then the children will make their way to the child care room. And from 10 to 12, we'll be having the ACEs and Resiliency presentation. If uh, someone doesn't have a computer, can they still sign up? Uh, is there a place to call? Yes, they can absolutely call our office. And our phone number is 218-825-7682. All right. And again, this is a free presentation. Um, do folks have to live or be in that school district area, those school areas, to attend this? Or can anyone attend who is interested? Anyone who is interested may attend this. We welcome everyone. This education is so important. Mm -hmm. And then what the follow-up steps could be after you start to begin this journey of understanding and being trauma-informed and what that can mean for your life. I'm still just reeling from the numbers earlier. And, you know, you think about that. Those are the numbers of cases that you know about, the ones that have been reported. Correct. You know, think of what we don't know, and that's really scary. Yeah. And and it seems to me, too, that in most of... Whenever there are these high ACE scores, as you talked about how it translates, it, it kind of perpetuates from generation mm-hmm. to generation then, doesn't it? I mean, that's where you, these things continue to happen in our society rather than, well, common sense would tell you we shouldn't be doing these things. But they continue to happen. And I mm-hmm. think that's part of this whole cycle that just continues, isn't it? It does because when we take a look at the life cycle, the whole life perspective, we have – children born that are coming out of historical trauma and intergenerational adversity. Mm -hmm. And then you have your childhood from birth to age 18. And you may or may not experience childhood trauma. What our study shows is that, um, you know, ACEs doesn't discriminate. Mm -hmm. And then uh, because of that, your brain develops differently. And you are you have a higher risk of dealing with depression, and your brain is your brain is wired for survival, and so if you're dealing with childhood trauma, you're going to flip your lid, so to speak, more often than mm-hmm. not, right. and you're going to initiate and engage in the fight flight experiences, and then uh, you're you're going to engage in risky behaviors, yeah. and then what we know as stated earlier, is that there are many ACE-attributable problems related to health. Mm-hmm. And so when we know and we look at the pyramid of disease and disability and social problems, we are spending so much money in this country on trying to heal in our adult years when it makes more sense to invest in building better brains through education and parenting and stopping the cycle of trauma in childhood. Yeah, absolutely. Fascinating. All right. Now, you just mentioned before that if we go to bridgesofhope.org. Bridgesofhopemn.org. I'm sorry, bridgesofhopemn.org, we will see a tab for Self-Healing Communities Project. If our listeners would like to find out more about this project, is that a good starting point? That's an excellent starting point. We have links to all of the information that has happened so far. For example, we had a community conversation back in November 27th, and it was held at Lowell Elementary School. We had 92 community members there. Oh, wow, great. It was it was fantastic, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And out of that, seven individuals um, are going to be hosting an ACEs and Resiliency event in their homes for their family and friends, a little more intimate, a little oh, more wow. personal. 
we had uh, 11 workplaces that requested from us a workplace ACEs and resiliency presentation. Mm. Cool. Which was amazing. And actually, last week, we had a professional development seminar in partnership with the College of St. Scholastica mm-hmm. Social Work Program, Central Lakes College, and Discovery Horse. It was called The Masks We Wear. And it was about connection, about professionals who are in the helping field who tend to get burned out because they're dealing with people's lives. Mm-hmm. It's emotionally exhausting. I imagine. Yes, so part of the Self-Healing Communities Project is to come alongside and support the professionals who are in the field of dealing with trauma. Interesting. Yes, Mm -hmm. and so out of that, um, we had more requests for some house events, and we had 17, 17, because we had 153 professionals, area professionals at our event last last week at College of St. Scholastic, or at uh, CLC, and we had 17 workplaces wanting the presentation to learn more for their wow. employees huh. because adverse childhood experiences and trauma is affected to how people feel about themselves sure. mm-hmm. and depression. And that then affects how do they feel in the morning? Are they going to get up and go to work? Right. And we have data and slides that show how adverse childhood experiences can affect the bottom line of businesses. Sure. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It, it's really, really there's probably so many avenues that we could take on oh. this. Yeah. You know, we could yeah. be here all day talking you about know, this. You know, I we know. could. I mean, so, look at all my papers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me ask a uh, last couple of questions before yes. we wrap up. Absolutely. You, you talk about people that show up and all of a sudden they're saying, can we have this at our business? Yes. Uh, can can people still request these presentations? And is it good to just go through the website again? Can they? Is there contact information there so we can uh, get a hold of you and go about doing this? Absolutely. They, these opportunities are open. We, we want to uh, target in the Brainerd area okay. first because our launch. Starting point. Yeah. Right. Um, we will go anywhere within Crowing County, though. Please do know that. Okay. okay. Because employees can live. They can yeah. live in the Garfield and Lowell neighborhood area and work somewhere else. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. So, uh, yes, there's quite a queue already lined up. We're okay. doing the best we can with our capacity. I would say uh, go on to our website or give a, give a phone call to 218-825-7682 and ask for Amy. Okay. Right. Last question. Uh, do you need volunteers? Uh, can members of the public help with this project and get involved? Well, I'm so happy that you mentioned that. Um, when we had our community conversation, which included, you know, talking about ACEs and what's going on in our county, we asked people if they were willing, what skills did they have to offer as we're building sustainable solutions sure. for our community. And um, I have a whole list here of skills that were offered by people, professionals um, and residents. Like one of them here, baking treats for events. Amazing. Yeah. We're going to need that, right? When we have our parent groups and we have our resident support groups. Absolutely. And then we have uh, people that are, you know, psychologists saying we'll help offer facilitate a support group. So, yes. Yes, we welcome. This is a community collaborative event. And to just call Bridges of Hope if they want more information on volunteer opportunities. Yes. 
Now, I know before we let you go, did you have another event you just wanted to kind of tease? Yes, just a teaser. As part of the Self-Healing Communities Project, um, we launched a learning and support community for our foster care respite providers Mm -hmm. uh, and adoptive families. And so we have our next event for that coming up on February 26th um, at Grandview Lodge. Uh, And so for more information, um, again, our website and phone number would be the place to go for that. All right. Bridgesofhopemn.org. Very good. All right. Ladies, thank you so much for being here today, and good luck with what you're doing. Yeah, thanks for what you're doing. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Uh, Janelle Vesely is a program specialist with Bridges of Hope. Amy Wyant is the project coordinator for Self-Healing Communities Project uh, under that umbrella of Bridges of Hope. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget Community Focus available anytime simply by going to our website at 1067wjjy.com.